Hey, this is Mitch Rose. I'm the lead pastor of City Hills Church, and this is our podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this message encourages you, it inspires you, it challenges you to live your best life. Take a listen. Here's this week's message. Well, hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to City Hills Church. I am so glad that you are in worship today. So glad you joined us wherever you are here in the room or at church online. I'm glad you're along for the ride today. If you're here for the very first time, I am so glad that you chose to worship at City Hills. Just along with our host, let me tell you how grateful I am. I know you had choices here in the Hill Country and so glad you chose to worship with us. And you picked a great day to be in church today because today is day one of 21 days of prayer this August. Now, if you're new to our church, 21 days of prayer is an amazing uh, time we have together. We actually do it every January and every August. And it's sort of that, it's that reset as the seasons change, you know. There's this natural season change, at least in places that have seasons. Like, it's kind of getting fall. We just have a second summer uh, in August. But uh, as, as the seasons change and people, you know, kids are back to school and we're kind of starting the second half of the year, we just sort of take some time to intentionally focus our attention. I know you already heard about it today in service, but let me just remind you and just add my voice to, I'd love to have you at 21 Days of Prayer. Kicks off this week. Uh, we actually meet right here uh, in church at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday, 6 o'clock in the morning. We start right at 6, so I'd get here maybe two or three minutes early, and uh, we'll have coffee ready for you. It'll be hot and, and uh, ready for you at 6 a.m., and we kick off with worship, and then we have a time uh, in God's Word just to open our hearts a little bit, and then we have individual prayer. You'll, you'll get about 25 or so minutes to pray individually, and then we'll come together and sort of finish in corporate prayer, and, and our commitment to you is uh, you'll be out of here at 7 o'clock. You'll be in your car on the way to school or work or wherever it is you need to go, but I'm really, I'm, I'm calling kind of the whole church. I would just love this whole auditorium to become just a giant prayer room and prayer meetings. Matter of fact, I'm preaching about prayer today as we kick off 21 days of prayer uh, together. You can get all the information about this on our website, cityhillstx.com slash 21 days right now. Uh, a couple of things I just, and then I'll move on in today's message that I want to bring to your attention. The first is uh, we'll have resources here for you tomorrow morning uh, when you get to church at 6 a.m. There'll be prayer cards, there'll be some prayer books, there's some prayer books for your children, but all of that's online as well. We've tried to make it as digital as possible. And the second thing is a digital option to download the Pray First app. As a matter of fact, right now, I want you to take out your phone and whatever app store you have, if you'll download the Pray First, that's what you search for, Pray First. I think it's the best prayer app on the app store. And all of the resources that we have offered you in physical copy, like a prayer book, if you've been around our church very long or come to 21 Days before, uh, that prayer book and all of those guided prayers in there, uh, your prayer request, you know, a place to keep prayer requests, now, all of that's now on an app, uh, the Pray First app. And there's also some worship music, some other devotionals, some great stuff there. And I would just encourage you, uh, if you don't want to have a physical copy, you can do, I actually do both. Uh, I like to have a physical copy. You'll see, uh, th th you know, during 21 days of prayer, I'll kind of, I'll be here in the auditorium and I'm kind of a walker and a pacer when I pray. 
I also like a physical copy, but uh, I also have the app. And, and so if a prayer need comes to my mind, I have that app. Or throughout the day during 21 days, I can use that application. So let me just encourage you. I'd love to see our whole church. Listen, let's start week one strong, everybody. You need a habit of prayer in your life. Uh, you and I need the supernatural in our life. Let me go ahead and teach you about it today. As a matter of fact, I want to talk to you about prayer today. And here's what I know. Here's the reason why 21 days is important. Here's the reason why August is so important that tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. is so important. The rest of this week at 6 o'clock in the morning. It's because many things in your life, in my life, in our life, depend on the unlocking for the supernatural in our life depends on our willingness to pray. It depends on, am I going to give my best in prayer? There's, let me say it this way. There's some stuff in your life that you you got to have prayer to be able to unlock it. I'll give it to you in the Bible. If you have your Bibles, I want to I give you a story in the book of Mark. Uh, Jesus is, uh, well, he goes into this town uh, uh, after, it's actually after the transfiguration. And, uh, and, and so he goes into this town with, the, and the disciples are there. Some of the disciples are already there. And there is this father who brings his son, and his son has these seizures. The father says, Man, he, you know, he ends up falling into the fire and into the water with these seizures. And then there's a connection between maybe demonic possession or, or there's just an evil spirit that's oppressing his son. And he's got these seizures. And the father says, he says to Jesus, hey, I, I brought my son to your disciples and they couldn't cast him out. So Jesus uses this opportunity and he sort of, you know, he has this one moment when he, when he says, hey, you're, you're a faithless generation and I'm not going to always be here. And then he heals the boy, casts the spirit out of the boy. He heals him immediately. The Bible says he goes into this room, like he goes inside to the house where they were meeting and the disciples get him privately. I love this about Christians. They're like, hey, um, why couldn't we do what you just did? Like, we look crazy out there. <laughs> you know, we've been praying, or we, we've been not praying. We've been, we've been, you know, laying hands on him. We've been doing everything we know how to do, and, and this isn't working uh, uh, like it's supposed to work. And we couldn't cast this, this, uh, this demon out of this boy. We couldn't heal this boy. And Jesus says this in Mark 9, 29, if you have your Bibles. Jesus replies... This kind can come out only by prayer. Another uh, In Matthew, the same story says, by prayer and fasting. In other words, there's some things in your life that can only... There's some spiritual battles in your life you're only going to win in prayer. Say amen to that. There's some stuff in your life that only happens when you pray. There's some unlocking of some stuff. Matter of fact, you may be in church today and you may be... You may have lived through, uh, you know, the first eight months of this year and, and sort of feeling like, man, this thing's still locked up and I don't understand why I can't unlock this thing in my life. It could be prayer. That could be the key. And, and not just any prayer, but big prayer and bold prayers today. I, I want to talk to you about praying big, bold prayers Today, I, I want to talk to you during this 21 days as we kick off this week. I want you to pray audacious prayers, big prayers. I want you to pray prayers that they don't scare God. Matter of fact, God gets more glory in that when you decide, you know what, I'm going to trust God with this thing that seems too big for me, but it's just the right size for God. Write it down in your notes like this. Uh, I, I, if your prayer requests aren't impossible to you, they may be insulting to God. 
if if your prayer requests aren't in, if you if you don't look at your prayer guide tomorrow morning and Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning, if you don't look at those requests that you put inside that pray first app, and it doesn't look impossible to you, you actually may be insulting God with, well, I don't know if God can do this, and I, I don't want to I don't want to trouble God with all of these big things and I don't I don't know if this is really you know if this is really something God could do or I don't know no I'm gonna I want to challenge you I'm gonna come into this 21 days believing God for miracles amen everybody believing God for the impossible I I want you to I want you to know God is a God who keeps his promises do you believe that that God keeps His promises, that He answers big prayers, that He still does miracles in our life, that He still helps people reach their dreams and their potential, that God really does put vision on the inside of you. So the bigger and bolder prayers you pray, the more glory God gets when He answers them. In other words, when you really do believe God for a miracle and you and God does what only God can do in your life and gives you that miracle... It's not on you. God gets glory in that. Now the people around you and the people in your life and the people you're connected to, they look at your life and they may know the impossible situation you were in. You come out of 21 days and you have this miracle. You have this, the, uh, the, the, the scan comes back clear this time or the, the marriage that was headed for divorce is now in reconciliation or the relationship that was broken with a child is now coming back or whatever the situation is. They're not going to go, man, you're awesome. No, they're going to go, how did that happen? Well, God did that. I trusted God during 21 days. I, I prayed this big prayer and I believed that God would and God did. You can take, listen to me, you can take what is less than in your life. In this 21 days, I'm encouraging us, put it in the hands of the more than enough God and see what He does in your life. See if God doesn't come through like only God can. I didn't put it on the screen, but I want you to write it in your notes that over these next 21 days, I want you to have faith on the inside of you. I really want you to build up your faith. And when your faith intersects with the faithfulness of God, big things happen. When your faith, when you, when you get here at 6 in the morning, by the way, it takes a lot of faith at 6 in the morning, especially in week 1, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I, I, I have done 21 days now for years and years and years, and... Uh, it's always, you know, week one, you got all this energy. And honestly, week two is where things are like, oh my gosh, I'm tired and this coffee ain't working. Y'all changed the formula. Y'all went to decaf on this or something and, and it just ain't working. But I want, you to, I want you to keep having faith. And when you do that, when you show up full of faith, you got that prayer book in your hand and you got that pray, fast, uh, that pray first uh, 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 app open on your phone, man. You're believing God for the big things. And that faith intersects the faithfulness of God. Big things start happening in your life. The, the opposite is also true. If you, if you believe God can't answer big stuff, let me say it better this way. If you view God as small and only able to do small things in your life, then listen, it's insulting to God, but it'll also determine how you go into seasons of prayer like this. Right? Like you'll pray timid prayers because you, you're not certain that God can do big things. You'll end up praying small prayers. God, just, just help me get through today. God, God, just don't let me kill nobody at work today. God, just don't let, just let, let me be able to get by this month. 
You'll just pray these small, timid prayers and you'll start dreaming small and you'll have some self-centered prayers and some self-centered dreams. And listen, you actually limit God from doing big things in your life, not because God can't, but because you didn't ask. Write it down uh, like this. Most of us believe in God, but too many of us believe that He can't do anything. I don't know that He really does something big in my life. Most of us believe that, oh yeah, there's a God, and you may even believe He answers prayer, but so many of us don't believe He really does anything big. Right? We just think, well, He he just does small stuff, and, and you know, I'm thankful for... It's always funny to me, because people who believe that, you believe that God can save you for eternity, you just don't believe God can heal your cancer diagnosis. You believe God can save you from eternity in hell, but you don't believe God can restore your marriage. Come on, God can do anything, everybody. God can do anything in your life, and He wants to show up big in your life, and He wants to help you, and He wants to heal you, and He wants to bless your finances, and He wants to touch your children, and He wants to heal everything that's wrong in your life. You just have to be willing to give it to God. You you can believe that God is, but you need to believe God can actually do something for you. Shout amen to that. That God can actually move in your life. That's the kind of faith I want you to go into 21 days with. Not that, just God, not, not that God's going to be there. No, God's going to be there all right. But God's going to show up big in my life. When I show up and when I bring my faith, it intersects with the faithfulness of God and big things start happening. It's true in our church. Matter of fact, you're in a miracle today. And, and from the day that our church launched, we've been dreaming and praying about and walking around this particular piece of ground. Honestly, the, the place that you are, if you're in church today, if you're in the building today, the place that you are, I walked around in 2017. Our church was only a year old. I stood on this place when it was mud and dirt and grass and Mud is where rain comes down and causes the dirt. You hadn't seen it in a long time. But anyway, we did then, and it was muddy, and it was, I was there. I brought big faith to God, and I said, God, this, I know it looks impossible. It looks impossible in the city. It looks impossible financially. It looks impossible everywhere. It's not impossible. And we prayed, and we, we came to God, and, and, and we trusted God. And here's what I want you to know. Every miracle that's ever been done in my life and in your life, it can be traced back to a prayer that you've prayed or a prayer that somebody's prayed for you. Every miracle, every miracle you've ever experienced in your life, every, everything that, that God has ever given you, you can trace it back. We can trace back the miracle of this building to a prayer we can trace it back to a prayer that we prayed and that so many of you were praying together and believing God and it's true in your life. Uh, we know that God wants to answer prayer. We know that God wants to. Now listen, and I know that some of us struggle with the sovereignty of God. Well, if God wants me to have it, He'll let me have it. Well, if, if God wants to do it, He'll do it. No, some stuff, listen, you heard it in Mark 9, some stuff God wants to do, you just need to ask for it. Some stuff God wants to give you, you just that's why James 4 and 2 says it like this. You don't have because you don't ask God. <laughs> you see that? You, there's some stuff in your life you don't have, not because God can't, not even because God won't. You just haven't asked for it. 
There's some stuff God wants to do in your life. Let me, let me ask you this way. How many miracles have not happened in your life simply because you haven't had the faith enough to ask for them? How many miracles does God... Here's what... Let me tell you the saddest thing I think could happen. And I don't know that it happens this way, but if it does, I think it would be sad in heaven to get to heaven and see a list of answered prayers that you never prayed. Right? To see miracles that you could have believed for. Oh, oh, you didn't have to walk through it like that. I could have answered that you just never asked. Oh, 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 I, I wanted to do this for you, but you never brought faith big enough to ask for a miracle in that. Yeah, yeah, pastor, but I don't know if I can pray like that. I don't know if I don't want to, I don't live the perfect life. I don't know if God would answer. That's not, listen, he didn't say in, in Mark, he didn't say because you're not perfect and because things aren't just right in your life, I didn't answer. He said, no, you just didn't have enough faith to ask. You, you, this thing only happens, this devil only comes out because you pray. You go to God, and that's the reason why that there's a miracle that could be in your life. And so as we head into 21 days, I want to encourage you. You don't have to get it all right. God's not looking for your perfection. He's just he's looking for your faith. He's just looking for you to show up and ask. Say, okay, God, I'll take you at your word. I'm going to ask you for this big stuff in my life. I'm not just going to ask you to get by. I'm going to ask you for big stuff. What is it that you need God to do? Is it a broken relationship? Is it a financial breakthrough? I'm just giving you some prayer requests you could put down in your Pray First app today. Is it a new job? Is it a better job? Not just a new one, but a better job. Is it a spiritual breakthrough? I think everybody ought to put spiritual breakthrough on your, on your list. But is it a spiritual breakthrough for a spouse that's far from God? A child that's Walked away from God. What, what, what do you need God to do? Do you need an emotional healing from a broken heart? Do you need a physical healing? I know there's people in our church family who need God to heal their body physically. You need a miracle. We still serve a God who heals. Do you believe that? That, that God still heals our bodies, our minds, our emotions. I don't want it to be said, we don't have because we don't ask. Well, what do you need God to do? Is there, is there a loved one? You need to make a whole list, as a matter of fact, on your Pray First uh, app and in the Pray First book uh, that we'll have for you tomorrow and, and, and every day that you come to 21 Days of Prayer. You'll actually see a list of people who are far from God. We actually have a card that we, uh, a target <laughs> card that, that you, that you that God, these are my prayer targets. God, these are the people who are far from God. Every year, I fill mine up with people in my family or people in my neighborhood or people who are close to me or friends that I went to high school with that are far from God or people that God's brought into my world that are in my sphere of influence. I'm, during 21 days, I'm saying, God, I want you to move in their life. God, I want to, the mirror. Oh, that pastor, they'd never, they would never darken the doors of a church. Oh, yeah? That sounds like a miracle to me. That sounds like the kind of prayer request you need to have full of faith. Do you need the Holy Spirit to help you overcome some stuff? Do you need purpose in your life? Make that your prayer target. Do you need a dream or a vision that you get God put inside of you? You need God to open a door to make it happen. You need the right relationship. There are entrepreneurs and business owners in our church. And Do you need that right door to open that would, that would accelerate your business or your dream? Do you need ministry resources and momentum? I'm praying for that. 
God, I'm praying for revival and momentum and leaders to raise up and young people and, and next generation leaders in our church. That's on my prayer list. I'm believing God for miracles. Let's spend time asking God for what's important to me. I don't want there to be an unanswered prayer because I didn't ask. You say, well, pastor, do you have to be specific? I mean, does it have to be something just, do I have to just write it down? I mean, God knows. Well, let me show you in the Bible why I think it's important to ask. Matthew 20, if you have your Bibles, just flip over. You were in Mark, flip over a couple of books and go to Matthew, one book, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Flip back to Matthew 20, almost the end of the book. Matthew 20 and verse 29, the Bible says, as Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho. Now, I want you to remember this. I don't have time to teach it to you today. But Jericho, you know the story if you've been around the Bible. Jericho is the first city the, the, the people of God walk into the promised land. When they cross over the Jordan into Canaan, they, they fight the battle of Jericho, right? You know the song, Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. I'm a church kid. And, and, and they walked around and God gave them instructions about when to be quiet and when to shout and when to, when to worship. And the walls came tumbling down. That's the end of the song. And so Jesus and his disciples are leaving that town, Jericho. The Bible says a large crowd followed him. Verse 32, blind men were sitting by the roadside. And when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted. Here's another. There's something about Jericho that shouting happens. (laughs) God moves. That's why we pray out loud. I'm going to encourage you tomorrow. As a matter of fact, when you come to prayer, the music's a little loud. People May think the music's a little loud all the time here, but one of the reasons why is because I want you to be able to lift your voice and not be intimidated by it. And they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Verse 32, and Jesus stopped and called to them. And listen to what he said. Look at, look at the screen of what he said. This is so interesting to me that, that, that when when. Jesus uh, calls to, to them. The crowd had, uh, had rebuked them, told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder. Lord, son of David, have, have mercy on us. And then verse 32, Jesus stops and calls to them. And he, says, he asked this question, what do you want me to do for you? Now that's a crazy question. Two blind guys sitting on the roadside Here Jesus is going by and they they scream out, Son of David, have mercy. And the crowd tells them to be quiet and they do it even louder this time. Even louder this time. (laughs) They they even turned the decibels up a little bit louder so they knew that God knew they were serious. And Jesus turns around and says, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, they answered, We want our sight. They didn't get arrogant. They didn't get smart aleck and say, Well, dummy. Duh. <laughs> right here. My eyeballs. No. They told him. I want my sight. I want you to heal my sight. Verse 34. Jesus had compassion on them. Touched their eyes. And immediately they received their sight and followed him. He asked this amazing question of people who needed a miracle. What do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do in your life? Yeah, I heard you. 
I think that's why coming together for 21 days is so important because I want God to hear us. I want God to hear our church. I want God to hear us pray for revival. I want God to hear us pray for our high schools and middle schools and and elementary schools this year. I want God to hear us pray for our children and grandchildren. I want God to hear us pray for more services to be added. I want God to hear us pray for more leaders to raise up, to lead ministries in our church. I want God to hear us pray for small groups that are launching this fall. that Dozens of small groups would launch and leaders would live in community and and build relations. I want God to hear us pray and Cry out, God, have mercy in our city. Have mercy in our church. Have mercy on our family. But when Jesus turns, he asks, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do for you? There's just something about asking. Now, Jesus isn't clueless here. He's God. And he's not callous. He's, not, he's full of compassion. So what is it? There's something about asking and receiving. That Jesus knows what they need. He just wants to make sure they know what they need. And Jesus knows what you need. He just wants to make sure you know what you need. And not just that I know, but I know who to take it to. That I know that God can do this. That I know that if God doesn't show up, that this is impossible. That, that if God doesn't answer, and I don't know. Every, listen to me. Every miracle will be born. Every single miracle you'll ever get in your life. Every miracle that ever happened in humanity will be born out of somebody who knows precisely what they need God to do. And they ask Him boldly and audaciously and passionately and sometimes gut-wrenching in their prayer. Every miracle is born from that kind of faith. That kind of prayer. Those kind of people. I want you to be that kind of people in 21 days. I want this church to turn into that kind of church. If you want to know, you come to church on the weekends, you think, man, this is powerful. Man, the worship today was amazing. And man, this is, I feel the presence of God here. And I, even in the lobbies, I feel the people have told us so many times, man, I just feel something different in this church. Let me tell you, we're not special. There's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about this place. Nothing special about these people, except... They're desperate for God to move. And the strength of our church are seasons like 21 days. It's times when we decide, I'm setting aside everything else. I'm clearing my schedule out. And I'm, I'm going to make prayer, bold, passionate prayer, a priority. I'm going to go to God. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring back my big faith. I'm going I'm to give God everything that's on the inside of me. If you don't, you'll end up settling for something that some lower G God, some little God gives you in your life. And you say, well, money gave me this. And well, I got, you know, I just, I worked hard. And so I got this opportunity and well, you know, we read this book and it helped a little bit. I'm not settling for that. I want miracles in our lives. I want healing and restoration and dreams and visions Revival and a move of God. I want this to be a place of physical miracles. I want sick people to come to church here and leave healed. I'm telling you, I want want diagnoses that are dire when they come here. That God heals them and they leave and tell the whole town. Hey, God's moved. Jesus did something in my life. He answered a big, bold prayer in my life. 
I want this to be the place of restoration where addicts come in maybe bound by addiction and leave in freedom. Lonely people, depression leaves here. and Joy replaces. That spirit of heaviness comes off of them. And I want this to be the place where marriages are restored and relationships are restored. When's the last time? I'm asking you. Listen, as we close today's message, I'm asking you in this 21 days, when's the last time you got desperate for God to move in your life? Like when's the last time you got down on your knees and cried out to God, Son of David, have mercy on me. Do something in my family. Touch my kids. Heal our land. I, when's the last time you, you laid down on the ground and cried and, and, and wept and said, God, I need a miracle in my life. That's the kind of faith I want you to have in this 21 days. When's the last time you made a list and you were desperate with God and you said, God, I, I, you got to move here. When's the last time like two blind men on the road to Jericho? Listen, they probably knew the story of, of centuries before when there was a shout and, and God moved in there. But you got to define the dream like these two blind men. You got to define the need. Here's what it is. Here's what I need. Here's what I need you to do. Here's the promise I need you to make. Here's the miracle I need in my life. If you need salvation, ask God. If you need healing for your son or your daughter, ask God. If you need restoration, ask God. If you need deliverance, ask God. If you need revival, ask God. If your marriage is on the rocks and you need reconciliation, ask God. If you're depressed and you need joy and peace in your life, ask God. If you can't sleep and you need sleep and rest, ask God. God, when's the last time you spelled it out and said, God, here's the big thing I need you to do. Here's the thing I need you to do. What seems impossible to you? What seems like too far for you? Is there a relationship that's damaged beyond control? Make it that your prayer. If there's a financial obstacle that you're facing that seems insurmountable, make that your prayer. God, I, I feel like I'm going to drown in this. If you don't show up, if you don't come through, make that your prayer. If, if there's an addiction that has you in a grasp, make that your prayer. If you've been depressed for a while, make that your prayer. If you struggled with temptation, make that your prayer. I'm just asking you, starting today, starting in the morning at 6 a.m. for 21 days of prayer, just make that your prayer. Just fill the house. Jesus said, I, I wish that my house would be called the house of prayer for all nations. Let's turn this whole place for 21 days into a house of prayer. Let's, let's set the alarm clock in the morning. Let's get here early and Let's, go, let's really go after. Let's fill every chair up. Let's bring our kids along. I think it's one of the favorite things I love is when you, you know, some, sometimes your teenagers or your kids come with. Just but If you can't, if you got to leave one parent at home and trade off day after day, do that. But let's get desperate in this season for God to move in our life. We need miracles. You need a miracle. This is the season for God to move.
What could you believe God for again? Listen, here's the end of, uh, of that story in Mark 9. Jesus rebukes the, you know, the disciples and he said, Hey, this, this only comes out by prayer. This devil that you just encountered, it only comes out by prayer. You can only have this particular miracle. You can only see God in this way by prayer. And he ends that whole discourse in Mark 9 by saying this. In Mark 9, 23, he says, Anything is possible to him who believes. I want you to be a believing, faith-filled. Do you believe in your heart? Do you believe enough to knock down the doors of heaven with me in 21 days? And let's believe for God to do the impossible. Would you bow your heads right where you are? Nobody moving. This is a time in our service where I want to ask you to make a commitment today. On this day one of 21 days, I want to lead you in some corporate prayer. If you need a miracle, wherever you are, if you're at church online, if you're in the room today, if you need a miracle, I just want your hand to go up. Come on, hands up everywhere. I need God to move my hands up. Both of my hands are up. I need God. There's some stuff Brandy and I are believing God for. There's some stuff we're praying for in our family, in our own health, in our own emotions. There's some stuff in our marriage. There's some stuff in our children we're believing. There's some stuff in our finances. There's stuff in this church, in our leadership. Come on, I'm, I'm praying for you. I have your names, our leaders' names, our city. I'm praying. I, I, I've got miracles I need God to do. If you need a miracle, come on. Let's, let's start now. Right? Let's don't wait for 6 o'clock in the morning. Let's start today believing God. Father, I just believe you that this is going to be the season of miracles. God, I believe you today that nothing is impossible with you. God, I believe you today that nothing is impossible with you. That, God, it may seem impossible for me. It may seem impossible for us. And I may be facing an insurmountable thing. And there may be people in church today that think there's just no way. But, God, with you, there's a way. You're a way-making kind of God. So my hope's in you. Come on. I want you to feel that. My hope's in God. My faith is in you. My trust is in you. God, I'm walking into these 21 days and I'm going to pray bold, big, passionate, desperate prayers. I'm going to be here as much as I can. I'm, gonna, I, I, I'm not just going to show up though and, and just be timid. No, I'm coming full of boldness. I'm coming like a blind man who needs his sight. I got nothing to lose. The best that can happen is I get a miracle out of this. So, I'm going for it. I'm going all in. I pray for a church that goes all in in these next 21 days. I pray for people who've never prayed before to make prayer a priority. I pray for couples and families and single adults. I pray for people who are timid in their personality to have boldness in this season, to pray for miracles and believe for the impossible. I pray. I pray for a move of the Spirit. I pray that the next three weeks our services are powerful as we're in this season of prayer. I pray it catapults us the rest of the year into revival like we've never dreamed possible in our city, in our communities, in our schools, in our church, in our families, in our marriages. God, I just believe you. I just believe you for the impossible. God, I thank you today. I thank you for a praying church. I thank you for miracles that are coming. I thank you that you're prayer answering God. And I believe you today to move in every life. I believe you today in this season. God, we just join our faith together. 
I'm believing you to unlock some stuff that's been locked. I'm believing that this stuff, this kind, it's going to come out by prayer. I thank you for that. I trust you for that. I believe you for this next season. I'm going all in. God, I thank you that you're going to answer. In Jesus' name, everybody shout amen. Thank you for joining us today. And a special thanks to those of you who give generously to this ministry. You know, it's because of you that we're able not only to bring this message to you, but we're able to offer hope and life to the San Antonio Hill Country and beyond. So if you'd like to give today, you can visit cityhillstx.com right now. And if this message blessed you, why don't you click subscribe or share this message with your friends uh, on your socials. I pray it's a blessing to others in your world. Thanks again for listening today. God bless you.